I'm Alex Kappelman. This is The Decision, the podcast where people try to convince me to finally abandon the Knicks and become a fan of their favorite team. This is episode 23, the Miami Heat. Uh, and the Heat fan who's going to try to convince me to jump on board is Wilkin Brutus. He's a writer and web series producer, uh, and he actually dispelled some rumors, um, including, as you'll hear, what I thought uh, uh, the Heat's owner's name was. I messed that up, but he quickly corrected me, so thanks, Wilkin. Um, but other than that, um, let's just get right into it. So you had the, like, the Pat Riley Heat with like Eddie Jones and uh, Alonzo Mourning... Right, right. Tim Hardaway, PJ Brown, Dan Marley, Jamal Mashburn. I mean, I, um, you know, that 97 roster was, you know, um, the greatest roster in, in Heat. Well, one of the greatest, I'm sorry, one of the greatest rosters in Heat history. Um, and, and that brought a lot of excitement to the city, that roster, because um, it was filled with a lot of not just great players, but actually players with great character. Like when you think of Alonzo Mourning, he's very much involved um, in the city. Um, and so, yeah, that around that time was when we really started taking off as a young franchise because we were an expansion team. So we're, we're quite young. We're very young. Um, and to have that success so early on was pretty cool. Right. When did you guys start? Um, early 80s. I can't really recall the actual the 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 date of the Miami Heat expansion. I want to say 87. Uh, I could be wrong. Um, but definitely mid eighties, probably mid eighties, late eighties. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So there's, you know, there's that team and then there's of course, you know, Dwayne Wade and, uh, that, that champion, that first championship team, uh, yes, with 2006. Shaq. Yeah. And then, right, right. and then we move on to, you know, the, the, like probably the best team, they bet the best heat team of all time, uh, LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh teaming right. up and, uh, um, Rick Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now you have uh, mm-hmm. Goran uh, Dragic. Yeah, the dragon. <laughs> Goran Dragic, the dragon. That's his nickname. We have Goran Dragic, who actually just won um, a European championship with Slovenia. So he's coming back from that. Um, we have Dion Waiters, who basically have a had a, a coming out party last year. Um, last year was uh, was a questionable year, mainly because we started off horribly. We were like 19 games under 500. Um, but then the second half of the season, we went on this incredible run and ended the year 41 and 41. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So like if I flip on a game right now, like what, what, what am I going to see? Well, right now it's, it's, you know, it's preseason right now. So I, I, I think there's a lot of speculation in the air in terms of what we're going to look like this year. Um, we do see a lot of great things happening. Of course, we still have the Godfather and Pat Riley, uh, <laughs> moving yeah. the pieces around. So within the team, we have uh, several players that play really well in a two-man game. Deion Waiters, Goran Dragic, uh, Hassan Whiteside, and hopefully Kelly Olenek. Uh, we have Winslow still. We have uh, Bam Adebayo, who we just drafted not too long ago. And so, um, oh, can't forget Tyler Johnson, big game James Johnson, the the brothers Johnson, we call them. Um, Wait, Ty- so we, James, we have a, James a very Johnson, young James Johnson is a little brother? Well, no. Uh, Tyler Johnson and James Johnson, when they play together, they play really well. And so we gave them a nickname. We gave them the nickname, and it's called the Brothers Johnson. And the oh. Brothers Johnson was like an old R&B singing group. Oh, really? <laughs> um, yeah. That's kind of awesome. So within the team, we have several. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. 
All right. So, but but they're not really looking to be. I mean, maybe you know, the East is obviously really bad. Uh, so you know, they they're probably going to be a playoff team, but you know, they're not going to get past the Cavs. Obviously, they're not going to get past the Celtics. Are they going right. to get past the Wizards? <laughs> probably not. Um, you know, like there's. <laughs> Uh, you know, so so it's not really a winning team right now. So like, what what like basketball wise, future wise, it seems like a young good team. But like, do you quite have as much talent as you know a team like the the Timberwolves or you know another young team that I could kind of sink my teeth into and and just watch these kids grow? Yeah, that's and that's a great question. I think it's still a league of systems. So uh, when we look at the Spurs, for example, it's you know they don't have a, a talent pool that's filled with all star players. Uh, it's just that the players work really well within the system. And I think Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley, they've developed a culture. Our motto in Miami is called the culture. And it's a, you know, it's a, um, a, a very strong system. And within that system, if our players, if we can develop our young players, um, then we can go at least to the second round of the playoffs. And so I think you're right. There's a lot of promise there. I'm not quite sure we can beat. Well, I know we can't beat the Cavs <laughs> as a Heat fan. I need to accept that truth. <laughs> Uh, but in terms of developing players, there's no other um, organization that can develop players as great as Pat Riley and um, Eric Spolstra. So I am extremely um, passionate about what the future holds for the Miami Heat. Um, so so for me, I, I'm just going to say it like the biggest draw for me by far is just the possibility of, of catching a glimpse of DJ Khaled. <laughs> Right. I mean, Miami Heat is always filled with celebrities. I mean, DJ Khaled is just one of many, to be quite frank with you. So, of course, you have a lot of uh, celebrities within the hip hop culture. You have Lil Wayne always at the games. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you have you, it's 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 the mer- it's the coalescing of the film industry and the music industry uh, and the fashion industry, because obviously Miami is known for art basil. So uh, we have a lot of art, um, a lot of fashion that is, uh, again, coalesced with um, sports and film. And so you have A-list celebrities from multiple industries that are constantly in rotation in Miami. And so, yeah, you can always expect that. Right, right, right. But, but so, you know, although there might be a lot of celebrities there, there aren't – the fan base is known for not really being super passionate. That is absolutely false. And you know why? <laughs> why? Because there was, there was literally a study – by a company called uh, Smart Asset, and they did a uh, an NBA league study and found that over an 11 year period, we the Miami Heat were the six most diehard supporters of the really? league, and this is before LeBron came. So the the whole quote unquote bandwagon label never really made sense, huh. despite having yeah, because despite having the sixth largest, I'm sorry, the sixth highest ticket prices in the league, we ranked third highest in attendance, and so. Um, again, uh, Alonzo Mourning, Tim Hardaway, we're going through the heyday. What about 2006? LeBron wasn't here uh, when right. we won the championship in 2006. It, it was Wade County. Um, Shaq came along, but Wade did most of the work. Um, and even before that, the, the Heat versus Knicks rivalry, that was must-see TV at the time. Um, and so for uh, for the, the, um, the team's entire history, we've always been attractive, mainly because the city has been attractive. Um, and so we we've always supported our sports teams, whether it's baseball or football um, or the or basketball. And so, yeah, that is a false 
we got to stop that narrative <laughs> and it stops now. <laughs> all right. All right. Let the record show. So other thing with the heat, we mentioned Pat Riley. Um, he is godfather. the godfather. I, I've kind of, I don't know why, but I kind of think of him more as like, like Emperor Palpatine from uh, Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> He just seems like he has some sort of evil plan. It could be, (laughs) he could be both. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But what's, I mean, like, what's it like to have him as, as your GM or, you know, someone who, and, and the, you know, classic hands-off owner who's just like, Pat, you run the team and I'm just going to be at the beach and then hoist, hoist the trophies. (laughs) Well, I think Mickey Arison is still pretty hands-on. I think him and uh, Pat Riley uh, do a great job at um, managing the team the best way that they can. Uh, but they, again, they're successful. They have um, uh, three championships, or I'm sorry, how many rings? Um, I think, yeah, three rings. That's a we question. Have three rings. I'll start that is them. a question I wish I could ask. <laughs> I, know, <Yeah. laughs> I, I know we have two, and that's it. So, um, yeah, Mickey Arison, Pat Riley, they're, they're, they're both pretty much hands-on. Uh, I think Pat Riley obviously does most of the recruiting because he was once a coach. So there's um, much more of a high level of um, intellect regarding the inner workings of basketball itself. Uh, but Mickey Arison is sort of that charismatic guy who is a lovable, um, you know, on and offside the court. Uh, so you're definitely right about that. They do work together very well to keep uh, a consistent level of cohesion um, both on the floor and off. And so um, I think that's what makes the players ready to play, you know? Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's honestly a, a big, like the biggest draw for me would be just that kind of steady hand, that cohesion, that lack of drama. I, well, maybe not necessarily lack of drama. Everyone's always like, oh, Pat, when, when is Pat coming back? Although that's kind of subsided in the past <laughs> few years, hasn't it? Yes, it has because Eric Spolstra is a great coach. Dynamic offenses, defenses, defense-minded um, coaching strategies kind of work all the time. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw to a break, I think, but is there anything else that you wanted, um, anything else you wanted to mention? Um, yeah. If you want to come, have you ever thought about coming to a Miami game at all? I mean, it's, it's in Miami. So yes. <laughs> As a New Yorker, if you want to come down here, um, to a Miami Heat game, uh, what you look forward to is Bernie. That's our heat mascot. Okay. When you when you step out, when, Bernie, when you step do, what, is like a, just an old Jewish dude is your is your heat mascot. That's that's like super Florida. <laughs> you know that's a great question. I think Bernie because he burns and it's hot oh, as hell oh. down here. Because <laughs> <laughs> so it's Bernie the yeah. mascot. <laughs> like <a> Bernie. <laughs> so when you step when you step inside American Airlines Arena, you uh you have Banana Man as well, a guy who dresses banana up as man? a banana. Banana Man, yeah. Um, again, I guess we're keeping up with the whole tropical theme. Oh, um, oh. we have, <laughs> so this is, I love, I love how these, these mascots seemingly make no sense. And then they make perfect sense to me. They make perfect sense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a compliment the you know, the, the nonsensical or sensical mascots. We have the multicultural Miami heat dancers, mm. uh, which is always an attractive, uh, thing to come down here for. Um, I personally think DJ Irie is, a, is, the best um, arena DJ. I am a bit biased, obviously. DJ, I- uh, who, who is that? DJ Ari is our arena DJ. And so I uh, plays great music, gets the crowd hype. Uh, so yeah, you'd love Miami, man. Come to a Miami game. Definitely. Cool. Um, all right. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, uh, Wilkin is going to give his final pitch to me. This is Alex De Palma in Brooklyn, New York. The decision is sponsored by other Alex's Twitter feed at Alex Kappelman. The best way to support the show is to follow Alex on Twitter. That's at Alex Kaplan. 
back to the show. All right, Wilkin, final pitch. Here's where I'm at. Um, mm-hmm. uh, how can I join the Heat? How, like, how can I do it after those those after the '90s and having them be like our number one rival? Um, Pat Riley just seems so unlikable. Like, you do have cool mascots. It seems like I'd love to hang with Bernie. Uh, you know, grab a grab a pina colada with with Bernie in the retirement community. Uh, um, but like, other than that, like, I don't really know. So, like, what's your final argument to get me on uh, on board? Well, I mean, uh, we've been to the finals five times in the past what eight years. Um, I'm not quite sure how long Knicks how long it's been since, since the Knicks have been to the finals. Uh, I'm not quite uh, sure what the organization is like in New York Knicks, but I know it's horrible. You guys just left. <laughs> Uh, it got rid of Phil Jackson. All right, you got you got rid of um, of Carmelo Anthony. Uh, Miami Heat is pretty, you know, well organized. And again, you can hate Pat Riley all you want. You can hate the Godfather all you want. He is still the Godfather. He makes things happen. <laughs> Eric Spolstra with the you know dynamic offense um, makes things happen. We have our franchise player Hassan Whiteside put up 50 double-doubles in 82 games, oh. makes things happen. Bam, uh, Adebayo, um, you know, um, we Justice Winslow, the list goes on, the Dragon, Deion Waiters. We are quintessentially better, fundamentally better than the New York Knicks. You need to be, join the nation, baby. Join the culture. <laughs> All right, well, again, uh, Wilkin Brutus is a writer and web series producer. Uh, you can find him on Instagram at Wilkin Brutus. Uh, thanks for uh, trying to convince me to be a Heat fan. Man, my pleasure. My pleasure. Leave the Knicks. Join us. <laughs> the decision is produced by me. Original music from Louis Stein, Alessio Romano, and my little brother, Scott Kaplman. I'll be releasing five new episodes of the show every weekday until Tuesday, October 17th, when I release the final episode with my decision. Until then, I'm at Alex Kappelman on Twitter.